Hi, and welcome to Vicarious Home, the podcast where you can enjoy living vicariously through stories. I'm Marissa Mortimer, and having published some of my books, I would like to share some of the joy and blessing of living vicariously with you. Grab a coffee, like me, or another drink, and let's launch in. Welcome back to episode four. It feels such a long time ago, although the weeks have flown by. Now, here is an opportunity for vicarious living in all kinds of ways. Yesterday, December the 5th, was St. Nicholas in the Netherlands. Today, it's celebrated in Germany and lots of other countries. In Dutch, we actually call it Sinterklaas, and it's an evening celebration, once it's dark outside and cosy inside. So travel with me, vicariously, to what a typical Sinterklaas evening was like when I was growing up, and even the way we did it a few years ago, and what we do now, living in England with quite young children. You might wonder what writing or storytelling has to do with Sinterklaas, but you know what? Sinterklaas has lots of storytelling opportunities. There are many legends and stories connected to St. Nick, some of them rather far-fetched, but still lovely stories. The most well-known one is where he provides the dowry for the three daughters of a poor man in the town. It's really where our stockings and things come from. At home we didn't use stockings, but you put your shoe near the fireplace with a carrot and some straw for Sinterklaas's horse. You see, Sinterklaas wears like a bishop's outfit and rides a grey horse, a white horse. Another one of those fun English things, isn't it? White, grey. Anyway, Sinterklaas will swap the carrot for sweets and chocolates. That's one of the things I like about Sinterklaas. It's a real family thing. It's not so much about gifts. We had one main gift for about maybe 25 euros and then one or two smaller things, a bit like small stocking filler type things. And there was a large chocolate letter, like an initial. Now, we're talking proper chocolate here. Solid and rock hard. So you have to nibble it or lick it. You can't just scoff it. Cinderglass is also all about things cinnamon. I love cinnamon. And there are special spice biscuits, very small, called paper note or officially cloud note. They're small spice biscuits and delicious. So in the evening, when you're all together as a family... Maybe with a fire going, soft lighting, with a hot drink and plenty of nibbles, there'll be a knock on the door. Depending on the age of your children, there'll be a box or the neighbour dressed up as St. Nick or one of his helpers. The presents have arrived. Now, presents are always good, but the thing I like about St. Nicholas evening is one person gets a present, opens it, everyone looks, everyone comments and shows interest. And then the next person gets their present. So with a family, it takes quite a while before all the presents are opened. It's really nice. When you have all the children or grown-ups, it gets even more fun. We have a thing called surprise, which is spelled surprise and means just that. You wrap the gift in an outlandish package, like a paper mache shape, or you freeze it into a block of ice. It makes for a lot of fun, at least for the onlookers. Inside or attached somewhere, There is a poem. Now, for me, as a writer or storyteller, that is where the main fun is. You know when you did poetry in class and it had to be A-B-B-A or something like that? There had to be so many lines, so many verses. It was all very complex. Well, this poem is written by St. Nick and his helpers. Addressed to you from Madrid in Spain where the Dutch in the glass resides. And it tells you about St. Nick's trouble in locating a present, getting it to you and why you deserve this present. It might rake up something you might have wanted forgotten from the last year that St. Nick found hilarious or not. And so the poem, 
It doesn't have verses, it's just one very long saga with rhyming sentences. This saga could easily run into two sides of an A4. And before you open your present, you need to read out this poem. And your family will make comments and try to guess who had your name for the secret Santa type thing. And this is where, you know, the vicarious living comes in. As in Nick, you write the poem. So it could be anything. You place yourself and, and it's great fun. So it's a little bit like this. One day, it must have been September, found Nick and his helper trying hard to remember. They knew there had to be some beautiful gift, but time seemed far too swift. In the end, one of the helpers looked, but St Nick said, not something that needs to be cooked. We did that last year, and we don't want a present to cause fear. So the helpers looked longer and better and deeper, until one said, isn't he a rather heavy sleeper? He held up an alarm clock with a large face, bright enough to be seen in space. Well, as you can imagine, I could go on forever. But this is what those kinds of poems start off with. And it might be referring to someone having overslipped a few times, or it might be referring to the actual gift. There are special apps that help you to find rhyming words, especially aimed at St. Nicholas. And even teenagers do it for their secret Santa-type get-togethers in schools and colleges. It's fun, and there's no great literary skill needed. And it's a lovely way to practice some literacy. So you can imagine yourself sitting down, writing to a person. It's actually a lovely gift. It's not much effort, not really. And it really means something. You can make it fun. So with our children, we do the same thing. Although sometimes it's for St. Nick, sometimes for Christmas, depending on how busy we are at certain weeks. Years ago, we celebrated St. Nick with visitors or people staying with us. And one dear friend who was always there was Mr. Johnson who, as the perfect gentleman, wrote beautiful little poems, properly written, not our endless fun saga type kind, but verses of kindness and blessing, which is still a lovely memory now, years after his passing. He used to love St Nicholas, as it leaves Christmas free from pressures and presents, to simply be all about the birth of Jesus. And I will talk more about that next time, as there's so much storytelling around Christmas, and books available and maybe the need to live vicariously a lot during those rather mad days. But for now, the St Nicholas Challenge. And here is the challenge. As you might have guessed, it's a Sinterklaas poem. It can be a saga-style one, hilarious and one long verse, or you can write a beautiful, proper poem, Mr Johnson-style. I'm not going to say 500 words or so many lines or anything like that. I suppose once your poem is over 500 lines, it'll be rather long for on the website. But the minimum is just 10 lines, so we have a bit of a shot at poetry or saga rhyming, as I'd like to call it. Again, send me your entries at vicarioush.ohm at gmail.com. Do send me your entries. I'm sending out a gift to all proper entry writers, as well as to the winner, what with St Nick around, as well as Christmas coming up. So let's have your poems or sagas, and you have two weeks till the evening of the 19th of December for you to mail me. And you're living vicariously as St class for a little bit. I hope you've been inspired by that to daydream on paper yourself, or maybe you simply enjoyed listening to others sharing their stories with you. Do visit my website at vicarioushome.com for my books or to read more about me. I would love to hear from you, so stay in touch. 
My newsletter has some lovely giveaways as well as news, so make sure you subscribe. And I hope to see you back on here in a fortnight with more ideas as well as another challenge. In the meantime, enjoy living vicariously. Thank you.